Welcome to the Inspired by Her podcast with me, your host, Zoe Richmond. I'm going to be chatting with the most inspiring and amazing women in business about all things life, business, money, and mindset. They're going to be sharing their secrets to inspire you on your journey to success. Let's get started. Welcome to the Inspired by Her podcast. I'm Zoe, your host, and today I've got Michelle from Laptops and Lattes with me, and we're going to be talking about all those ideas that are taking over your brain and how to take them from an idea and into an achievement. So welcome, Michelle. Oh, thank you, Zoe. I'm so happy to be on your podcast. Oh, thank you. You're my second guest, so I'm super excited to have you here and to be chatting with you. I can't wait. Oh, thank you. That's a, that was such a privilege. I can't wait. I <laughs> so will dive right in. Now tell us about yourself. Where are you based and what's your business? What's All right. Thank you. Um, so I am based in the seaside town of Mandra, the home of the dolphins. Really, they're everywhere. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, so Mandra is about an hour south of Perth. So I'm over in WA. And I'm the founder of Laptops and Lattes, and that is a network for women who run service-based business in Australia, especially women who work from home. And my role in this group, I have kind of two roles. One of them is to facilitate and coordinate the sessions and the workshops that we have, like our brainstorming sessions, our trainings and all that. So I coordinate those and facilitate those so that the members have like access to training that is really relevant to the challenges they're facing in running a home-based business. So we're not filtering through, you know, all this information to take out what's relevant to us. It's, it's all relevant to what we're dealing with. And I also, it's big for me to make sure they're not overloaded with information that is completely useless. So it's all outcomes. (laughs) Yes. So many things. (laughs) And now my other The other role that I have is I am a mentor for women who are within that network and especially VAs and creatives like copywriters and um, photographers, graphic designers and and other VAs that could be, you know, online business managers, social media managers, even bookkeepers and accountants. And, um, And those ideas that you're talking about, all those ideas that just kind of take over at ridiculous hours of the night and you know they come to us when we can do nothing about them (laughs) so yeah but but like being a mentor is so like being running your own business and working from home can be so lonely and you sort of if you don't have like in an office you've got people to bounce ideas off or you know people that you can talk to about these things but when you're running your own business you don't have anyone that you can do that with yeah absolutely and you know that is Actually, one of the core reasons I started Laptops and Lattes is because one of the things that I missed about an office life is just having people to bounce ideas off. And like, I have a lot of ideas. I'm like a lot of your listeners. I have so many ideas and sometimes I just want to talk to someone about it. And you know, my dog doesn't, doesn't. Yeah, they don't put it very well. No. (laughs) And uh, what I like to help people with is managing those ideas, which when you think about that, you don't realize that's a problem. 
but it is a big problem for people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can tell you now I've got notebooks and notebooks and notebooks of ideas that like have turned into nothing because (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know where to start with them a lot of the time. And, um, well, it sounds like laptops and lattes is definitely, um, the place to hang out anyway for it. Yeah. Look, it's so full of the most beautiful, lovely, inspiring women that I, I feel so lucky to be a part of that network, even though I started that network. I'm like, how, how did I do this? <laughs> but it's not. It's just full of such amazing women who just, you know, our our values are just so aligned that we're yeah. just, we're our biggest cheerleaders. It's so lovely. Yeah. That is one of the things that I love most about um, working from home is the networking groups that I've, like, become a part of and the like all the ladies they're all just everyone's in there there's not a bad word said everyone's always so supportive and even if you do have a bad idea every now and then they'll they'll gently tell you that it's a bad idea yeah it just becomes like (laughs) constructive criticism and you know but if we can't take that constructive criticism at least we have people whose shoulders we can cry on virtually journey to to becoming the founder of laptops and lattes how did that all start funnily enough um the reason that laptops and lattes exists now my current mission and vision for it is not what it was when i started so i have been i've been running businesses from home for a very long time. I know that since I was young, I always wanted to run a business. And I think my, from memory, my first freelance gig was when I was 18 and it's been there ever since. And my big skill is graphic design. It's, it's always been a natural skill for me. So I have run my business around graphic design for most of my life, whether that's on the side or like on the side or whether it's a full-time gig but I, in the last probably six to 12 months, I changed my niche to work with women who run service-based business because I, I'm, I feel so inspired by women who can just take control of their life and, and use what they're passionate about and their expertise to build a business and take control. And I love that. So that's who I wanted to work with. And so laptops and lattes started as a place for me to build a community of my target audience for my design business. But because I was also creating, I wanted to bring that element from that we discussed about not having people to bounce ideas around. I wanted to, I I basically, like, I love working from home. I really do. And I feel like I couldn't do it any other way now, (laughs) but (laughs) I wanted to know how I miss those meetings, those team meetings so much. I wanted to know how could I bring that together to my life now and to the lives of other people who work from home as well. So I started doing brainstorming sessions and little meetings where we could just do that. We could gather together, have a cup of cake, chat about it and brainstorm ideas and bounce ideas off each other. And so that's where the group started. There was like, you know, I wanted to get in front of my target audience, but I also wanted to bring that brainstorming and and networking. So what actually happened was that it swept me off my feet in those 
um, like helping people brainstorming and managing their ideas and getting them off the ground. And I'm like, hang on a minute, stuff the design. I want to do this. Um, we can find ourselves like changing and pivoting on a whim and we're like, I, if you had have asked me two years ago, 12 months ago, if I would have been doing this, I would have said, oh, no. Yeah, and now look at what's happening, which is so, so cool that we can just do that, that we can just be like, I don't want to do that anymore and I'm going to take this and run with it. And then in five years' time, who knows what, what you'll be doing. Yeah, that's it. And look, as long as it is fulfilling you, why not? Just Absolutely. go with your heart. Go we with your so heart. much time working as it is anyway, so we should definitely make sure that we're enjoying it and that we love what we do. Spot on. I totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. So tell us, how do you manage the juggle of working from home? You've got two little kids. How do you manage it all? How, how do you keep sane and manage business and family life all at the one time? <laughs> uh, Zoe, I honestly, I don't, I couldn't tell you that I do manage it. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think a lot of people do say that, yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I, I cannot confidently tell you that I am sane, um, but look, it's, you know, That's trial and error. Some days work out and some days don't, um, but I think that having routines, having boundaries help. Um, the support that my hubby gives me is so amazing and I couldn't do it without him. And compromise because it, all that helps us achieve as something that looks as close to balance as possible. Yeah. I mean, um, really, it's not really possible, is it balance? Exactly. <laughs> I, I always like to say that you know, doing that is that there are ebbs and flows and you go with it. And sometimes it's a frigging tidal wave, <laughs> but at the end of the day, look, you know, that's, you, you've got to work, look at what's not working and try and change it if you can. And, but honestly, I mean, one of the reasons I gave up my design business was because doing the two business, it was just too much pressure. Um, yeah. And managing them both. And because I wanted to be a good mum, I want to be a loving wife. I wanted to be good for my design clients and I wanted to be there, you know, for my members. Um, but doing all that, I had to give something up because I wasn't able to achieve all of that. So yeah. there are compromises that we have to make in order to, you know, try and achieve our bigger picture. Yeah. And so um, there's, you know, you, it's hard to describe. You just kind of just got to go <laughs> you with best. it. You've, you've got to be kind to yourself, except that sometimes things work. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> sometimes the kids get sick on a week where you've got four meetings and three deadlines and you're just not going to get it all done. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting that you mentioned boundaries. Cause I think that's a lot of, um, something a lot of people struggle with is especially when you are working from home and there isn't that I work from nine till five kind of structure it can be so easy to fall into the trap of just working all the time and you never really switch off so you don't even find yourself working even on weekends and things like that when you really probably should be spending more time with your family but putting in place those boundaries can really help um, with your mindset and making sure you feel like you've got a bit more balance I guess as well 
Yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes it'll just take one little thing to help you sort of see that. And so what I did, I, I do work too much. I'm guilty of that. I'm almost a workaholic. (laughs) (laughs) What happens when you do what you love? Exactly. Exactly. And I, of course, like I want to be there for my kids. I want to be able to enjoy my time with them. I don't want to blink and miss that. So what I did was created a roster for myself where I blocked out the time that is for my work, block out the time that is for my family. And then there's time for me in there. There's time for study in there. And having that visual of the roster made me see, because I was really guilty about spending too much time in work and not enough with the family, but creating that roster actually helped me see that there is more time for me to spend with my family than I thought. So as long as I have that boundaries and don't overstep it, then I do get a nice balance of time spent on each. And it, it makes me feel better. It makes me feel like I'm, you know, attending to all of it. Yeah, that's a really good tip. I really, I really like that idea of, because um, sometimes we just kind of get caught up in the everything that's going on. We don't actually stop and look at what's going, where we are spending our time. So I really like that, that roster idea and blocking out your, your time. And then you can say, okay, clock's up. That's it. Work time's over. Yeah, that's it. And, and also we have our Saturday nights is, is our, I am not allowed to work on Saturday nights because that is our movie and junk food night. <laughs> nice. But you need that too. Like you do need to, um, stop every now and then and just not think about work for a couple, yeah. even if it's only for a couple of hours just just stop and yeah. <laughs> because there are other things in the world other than our business apparently <laughs> <laughs> I think I could work all day all day um, every day if, yeah if I wasn't yeah. rained <laughs> yeah yeah I hear you I hear you. and I think a lot of people would relate to that actually because if you do what you love it's not work it's just you just get so caught up in it and you just not hard yes. at all. Yes. <laughs> what do you do for me time? I work. Yes. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. What do you mean? It just it relaxes me. Like I feel like I'm accomplishing things and yeah. it's not stressful at all. Yeah, absolutely. Have you got one time management hack that you can share with us that that works for you? I know everyone's obviously different, but um fitting it fitting it all in. I suppose your roster is one of them. <laughs> yeah. So so my time management hack, I, I feel that in a lot of cases, you've, you've got to avoid putting that on your to-do list. And what I mean by that is tackling time management improvements with incremental changes over time. And it's about, you know, sort of understanding where your weak spots are and, identifying yes that's a weak spot and then thinking okay so what small thing can I change so that it improves and help it helps give me back my time and helps me become more efficient without making huge changes that I can't you know continue or sustain my spot would have to be getting lost in social media scrolling (laughs) (laughs) and then I waste hours (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's a big one for everyone. So like, if you know that that's your weak point, like a small change that you can make is, you know, setting time for yourself where, okay, I'm just going to put my phone in the other room or I'm going to switch it off so that it's a small change that you can do and you get into the habit of doing over time that helps you be more efficient and avoid that. 
and it doesn't feel like such a big deal because it's only a small little thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I always try and avoid putting time management as something that I need to take care of. It's just something that I do in little increments to make improvements and, yeah. and, and it works. Yeah. yeah. Now we spoke about earlier about all these ideas that we, we get and we, they um, take over our brains. So many ideas. Yeah. <laughs> And a lot of the time um, they sit untouched, people do nothing with them. Um, so can you help us with the pro- your tips for taking these from ideas and actually turning them into something and achieving something at the end? Oh, my gosh, my favourite subject. <laughs> um, so, yes, a lot of ideas. And, you know, it's, it's, there are so many business owners I know that struggle with having idea overload, I call it. Just our brains are just buzzing with ideas. Usually when we can do nothing about them at the time, like when we're in the shower or we're out for a walk or at the gym or something, they always strike us at those moments. But having all of those ideas, I think before we, before we delve into that, I want to just say, let's look at our ideas not as a creative curse, but as an asset. Because just like have a look around and think or think about everything that you've ever achieved. Do you know that started with an idea? That's very true. Yeah. So our ideas are not something that should be, we should nurture our ideas because they're all possibilities that can take us where we want to go. If we follow the right. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So, so I love, the first step is capturing those ideas and embracing the, those amazing possibilities that could take us somewhere. And also I like to teach people that there is a process um, that we all take with everything that we achieve. So even if it is something small or if it is something huge, like the biggest thing we've ever done, there is a process that we go through between having that idea and actually achieving it and getting it off the ground. And that process, I'll just touch on it briefly, is first we have the idea, then we make the decision whether we pursue that idea, then we have a goal for ourselves. And even if you're not a goal setter, you are still subconsciously creating a goal for yourself, um, then having a plan for that goal and then taking action. So those five steps, I know they sound simple, but when you are so uh, overwhelmed with all the ideas that you have and you're not sure where you need to go, remembering and understanding where you are in that process will help you with what your next step is. Um, But also the decision. So that second step is you have that idea and your second step in that process is making the decision. This is where a lot of people get caught as well because we have so many ideas and we want to get all of them off the ground. So we attempt to, and then never actually do it. (laughs) Guilty. (laughs) guilty. (laughs) I am as well. I'm not perfect either. Um, But that decision stage, because we need to, first capture our ideas and then make put our big girl pants on and make the decision as to whether it is something we need to pursue or not considering things like our commitments um do we have the capacity to actually take on this idea do we have the resources the know-how um is it going to help us take steps towards our bigger goal or are we being influenced by other people 
um, you know, because I mean, there's so much info like on social media and in our email marketing. And And you see what's worked for one person and you think, oh, that'd be a really good idea for me. And you automatically think that it's going to work for you as well. Yeah. Really aligned with what you do and, and your business and your vision. Exactly. Yeah. So the the influence of other people saying, oh, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. But you stop and think, do I really, is that really going to take me where we, where I want to go? So, I mean, we don't have a boss who makes these decisions for us. We've got to do it. So taking that time to, to make the decision, an informed decision on whether we're going to pursue that, And if we decide that, yes, we want to pursue this idea, then you create a goal because that helps you determine the start and end point of getting that idea off the ground. And then, like they say, a goal without a plan is just a dream. So we've got to set a plan of action because that really, really helps us uh, establish how the steps we need to take to get from A to B we can add that into our task list if you know our to-do <laughs> list if, we, if that's what we like to do I'm yeah. a big list person <laughs> and and then we do it and we have achieved it so you know it's that motivation and that accomplishment that we get from following that process yeah. to get our ideas and also understanding look we're not going to get all of our ideas off the ground it's impossible be nice if we could but this is enough hours in the day is there (laughs) exactly (laughs) a lot of people go wrong though like I know this is where I went wrong is um you get so caught up in the day-to-day running of your business that you don't actually set aside time to go back through those ideas and actually sit with them for a minute and think about which ones of them will align with your vision and will take help you move closer to your big picture goal for your business you just keep plugging away at client work or things like that and you haven't actually done anything about them so setting aside half an hour an hour I don't know a week to just sit and think about okay what do I want to achieve in my business and which one of these ideas might actually help me get there put the CEO hat on for a little while instead of just the work hat yeah, absolutely. You, you've nailed it. Um, and, and a lot of people struggle with that. And it's kind of like being on a treadmill. You're continually, you know, working and you're, you know, you're, you're doing things that you think are making progress. But then when you step back and you go, oh, I haven't even done this yet. This is not taking me where I want to go. So, yeah. you know, exactly what you've said, where you've got to set that time aside for yourself yeah. to revisit your vision, your mission and your bigger your bigger picture goals and that's why I'm such a big fan of goal setting because it can help you lift you out of that lift you off that treadmill and and it creates non-negotiable time for yourself to actually make that big progress yeah yeah and we I guess we get caught up in thinking oh we don't have time I've got too much other work to do it's not important but it is it's one of the most important things that you can do in growing and in scaling your business is to um to nurture those ideas and and start to actually take action because it's all well and good to write them down but <laughs> actually put in place those steps to take them from an idea to an achievement which is so thank you for sharing those because I, I honestly it's one of my biggest pain points I struggle with yeah. <laughs> is actually executing things like I could spend hours writing in my notebook and then not actually do anything about them. Yeah. And you know, some people are idea people, they're starters, but they're not finishers and some people are finishers. So look, you know, we've got to understand ourselves and work with our own strengths and and weaknesses as well. But 
Yeah, you're not alone. <laughs> I'm sure I'm not, but I will be implementing those steps and seeing where I end up in the next few months now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know where to come to find me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so have you got um, a, the best piece of advice you've been given, whether it's been about uh, running your business or in your personal life? Like there's usually that one thing that stands out. Hmm. Business forever. Um, do you know... It probably came from my mum and, and I can't say it was one single piece of advice. It was sort of more like an approach to everything in life. What she liked to teach us was that we should aim for what makes us happy above all else. And so that happens in life, in business, it doesn't matter. And, and it's about understanding what happiness means to you and then going for it without worrying about what other people think or tell you that you should be doing yeah well we do get caught up in what other people think a little bit too much don't we especially with social media like you all feel like i don't know it just feels a bit judgy yeah (laughs) well like those people telling you oh but you're you're too bubbly to be an accountant yeah exactly (laughs) what is that like it's like we don't all fit into the one little box sort of that's right yeah yeah oh well that is lovely advice I really like that yeah I love my mum yeah oh (laughs) mums are the best aren't they I love my mum too she's one of my biggest cheerleaders as well I reckon aside from my husband but um what words of wisdom would you have if if for anyone starting their own business and you've obviously been doing this for a while so you you would know I my biggest piece of advice or my words of wisdom would probably be just just remember to enjoy the ride because focus on what your bigger going back to what my mum taught me is is always focus on your bigger picture but don't ever stop to smell and rose to, to don't ever forget to stop and smell those roses. Yeah. And like, I mean, when you're starting out in business, especially it's so easy to look at other like more established business owners and just wish for what they have or to, to just skip the part where you're at and to take you to where they are. But they're still on a journey themselves. So you've got to remember that. So wherever you are, make sure that you're enjoying the journey that you're on because my favorite quote is find happiness and fulfillment in the journey, not just the destination. So true about a lot of things though too. Like it's, it's like when you're planning a holiday and the planning of the holiday is actually really enjoyable and fun as well. And then like the holiday is great, but, but it's like that journey is, on your way to the holiday of planning it and picking out where you want to go and things like that. It's the same kind of concept. Enjoy the journey. Absolutely. Because we can wish that we were already on that holiday, but you know, then we miss the, the enjoyment of planning it and thinking of all the places we can go and what we can do while we're there. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Oh, lovely. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today, but where can people find out more about laptops and lattes and where can they find you? You're welcome. Uh, the best place to find me, there's two places I hang out the most. One's in my Facebook group, which is Laptops and Lattes. Yeah. And that, it probably provides a really good introduction to what I do, but more to the point, it's it's a beautiful community of women who are on the same journey as you in business. And so you'll make like-minded friends there, um, but you'll also be in, you know, a room full of people who will lift you up 
Otherwise, I'm always on Instagram. Instagram's my thing. <laughs> Pretty sure that's where we met, Zoe. I think actually. Yeah, so um, I think my, ha- my handle is laptops underscore and underscore lattes. Yeah, and I'll pop that in the show notes so people can click through to find you. Awesome. And, I mean, if you want to find out how you can work with me so that I can help you manage all those ideas that you have in the shower or the gym, <laughs> um, just pop over to the website, which is www.laptopsandlattes.com.au and you'll find it all there. Fabulous. Well, thank you very much again. There were some great little gems in there that I have actually written down and I will be taking away with me to implement in my business. Oh, that's so awesome. (laughs) And we will talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you so much, Zoe. It was an absolute pleasure to be on your podcast. Thank you. Okay, bye. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, I would really appreciate it if you subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. And I will see you again next week for another episode.